Moncrief on News Talk. It is time uh, for your weekly dose of wisdom. We are joined uh, this week by Barbara Scully and Sarah Jane Toman. Good afternoon to you both. Good afternoon. Hello. It's uh, such a joy to not be the odd one out in the studio, <laughs> if I could just say that. Thank oh, you. Why, why are you usually the odd one out? Because I'm the one woman with you two who gang, gang up. up on me on a regular basis. <laughs> All right, OK. So, OK, well, now you so can this, yeah, gang, yeah, gang up on me. Yeah, just be careful. I can't yeah. promise now, Barbara. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, um, <laughs> it was not always the case. But, no, it's yeah, not always, always the case. case. No, you can get... Yeah, I, I'm, OK, fair enough. Uh, my feelings are a little hurt by that, but never mind. Uh, right, here's your first question. My partner and I broke up after more than three years together. I ended things as our relationship is going nowhere. And more importantly, the sex was vanilla to say the least. However, on three occasions now, we've hooked up after separate nights out and the sex has been amazing. He's like a new man. It made me really regret my decision and wonder, should I get back with him? He seems more confident, more giving, if you get me, and more engaged in it all. After each occasion, we haven't really talked much, but we seem to naturally end up together on these random nights. Should I have the conversation that maybe I was too hasty? My fear is that we might end up right back where we left things. I'm so confused. Please tell me what to do. Oh, well, we've all kind of been there, haven't we? Have we? Okay, listen, oh, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, being single is Tell not more. easy. Being single is not easy. Being single this day and age is not easy. But I have to say to this person, she needs to take off the rose-coloured glasses and see the red flags for what they are. Oh, red flags. You know, she didn't break up with him or they didn't break up just because of the sex. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, she's saying it was. Well, I don't. She didn't. She just said. He it. said it was going vanilla. nowhere. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's a big thing. But you know what yeah. I mean? That like, phrase vanilla. The sex was vanilla. Like I, mean, I quite like vanilla, like as a taste. So, so do Vanilla's I, actually. Nice. Yeah, I vanilla was vanilla nice. Now is like, I mean, like, if say you were going to have sex with somebody and say, "I'm going to cover my body with vanilla." Like, who'd say no to that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you said licorice, I could understand it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, or like broccoli. Yeah, yeah. yeah. broccoli. No, that would be disgusting. And a quarter yeah. taste. Yeah. You see, the thing is, as well, I think like you know, it, it, it takes two to tango. Like he's probably looking at her, thinking the same thing, kind of going, "Oh yeah, she's she's got her her stuff together now. She's her confidence is up." Because I mean, when you are single and you are out there trying to mingle, well, mingle, you know, you do up your game. A oh. big bit. And I mean, you know, he's obviously upped his game. She's probably upped her game. I just, I think it's a, a bad idea. You know, if you've, if you've kind of been with someone for three years, you know them inside out and you know whether it's going to work or not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, to answer her question, what to do, the only way that you're going to find out if this relationship has, you know, suffered some kind of a, um, a revival that will work is to, is to take it out for another another spin mm. um, but having said I, I do wonder about two things like she says number one the relationship was going nowhere now I took that as being outside of the sex um, mm. but you know so if the relationship was going nowhere even if the sex improves that doesn't mean the relationship is suddenly going to go somewhere exactly. that it wasn't going before yeah, yeah. agree uh, with that completely and then the other thing is that if the experience um, if the experience now of sex with her ex is much improved the, the big thing that's changed is the circumstances. Exactly. Um, yeah. And obviously the fact that they're now having sex in a more spontaneous way and outside of a relationship so that yeah. there's no strings attached. Oh, exactly, yeah. And there's no kind of emotion really involved that that's probably enough to make the sex seem a whole lot different and a whole lot better. That's the whole thing. Like, I mean, why would you bother? She's 
flog the dead donkey, he's gone, you know, now she's having a bit of fun. Why not just have a bit of fun while you can, but continue going out there, try and meet the person that you're supposed to be with. Just be careful and be respectful. And, you know, I like I don't I don't see there's a problem with it if they're, you're both, you know, single consenting adults. There's only one way to find out, though. And that would you, is, uh, would you bother? Know, I don't think I would. I think I agree with you that yeah. there's, there's those two things and particularly the the point about the sex being better because it's kind of got this slightly illicit edge to it now, mm. um, I think is is what she's experienced. Mm. I mean, the other thing is keep going the way you're going, having sex whenever, you know, it, it happens to... Friends uh, with benefits. Yeah. There's a lot of them and out there. See, and see where <laughs> it goes because eventually it'll probably go back to being broccoli. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Your man is like, obviously, he was set in his ways. He was lazy. Uh, he was lazy about everything, including the sex. And now, and now where it's uh, uh, the, uh, the rides are more scant, he's far more interested. <laughs> yeah. He's all this pent up energy. If she has the chat with them and they go back to the way, it will go back to the way it was yeah, before. Yeah, I think she's probably best he off will. to yeah. move on, you yeah. know? Yeah. He'll be snoring. But if she does say to him, he'll run for the hills, I'd say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, so move on. Yeah, though she dumped him, though. But still, she dumped him for a reason. Oh, no, she dumped him for she a good reason. Mean. Absolutely. No, actually, I, I revise that. I think if she does have the chat with him, he might be more than happy to go back. And then... And then she's back, you know. See, I think so. It's I think vanilla so. I think for it's, after. Yeah, but that's no, that's kind day. of what I was Broccoli. saying. That's what I'm saying yeah. as well about, Broccoli. like, it isn't, it isn't easy being single. So she's looking at this now, kind of going, I, I think maybe a little bit panicky. A little bit too as well. Oh, I see what you you're saying I mean? now. Yeah, I haven't got that for. Yeah, oh, right, it's yeah. like it's not easy meeting people these days. You know, it's like the last bus home. Oh, kind of listen, scenario. and yeah. the the webs, the apps are disgusting, and you know, ghosting, and it's 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 a really strange kind of place to be. Um, so she's kind of, I think, leaning back on on she's the old reliable, straws. old reliable. Yeah, yeah, not a good idea though. No, nope. not a good idea in the long run. Uh, Garrett says uh, the it could be great as he now has a little a bit of hate towards you. Ooh, He's going oh, harder at it, thinking about you breaking up with him. Oh God! It's a bit of hate sex. <laughs> bit of hate sex can be you know hot non vanilla. <laughs> let's say. Okay, uh, I hope my dad's not listening. I, I'm going through the archives once Perhaps, again. Yeah. Going, it's hard to Did imagine I anyone hating you, Barbara. That's, 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 thank you, that's Sean. the reason why that's you've never had that. That's obviously why this is yeah. yeah that's why that's new to you. New yes. concept to me. Yes. Indeed. Okay, so we're saying she should jog jump on. on. Yeah, jog on. Yeah, one hundred percent. Perfect. Mate, might she just like have one last tango? Yeah, like, you know, I don't think there's any harm in her continuing to do what she's doing as long as you know she's not thinking that anything it's going much anywhere. has changed. Yeah, no, it's going yeah. Because I don't think it's not going anywhere. Yeah, and actually for her own mental health. Maybe she should, should knock she should it on just the head. Jog then. Along. Yeah. If she's it's kind just, of because she's convinced and half can say that maybe it, it'll never, happen. If you're ever going to meet someone, you have to be kind of not invested in somebody else. Yeah, true. So yeah. you yeah. know you could have a point with that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, does she think uh, she only has to click her fingers to get him back? Ooh. Maybe he's happy with the way things are now. Says no. Maybe he is. Maybe yeah. he is. Yeah, maybe he's delighted. Maybe yeah. he doesn't want to be committed to Oh no, it's grand. It must be fantastic. Like, you yeah, know, you don't have to do benefits. anything. No? Yeah. No. Uh, the That's vanilla true. guy has obviously picked up a few techniques elsewhere. Did she not consider that? Well, if he's single. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. didn't pick up anything else oh, elsewhere. Jesus. That's what we have to worry <laughs> oh, about. Oh, Jesus. My father is, is now in his early 90s. He's doing very well for his age. However, he has recently started putting his affairs in order so that things are organised and easy for you and your sisters. This is in quotation marks, as he so inaccurately puts it himself. We have all been given different roles. My sister will be the executor of the will, for example. My designated role is to scatter his ashes in Queensland, uh, the place he met my mother. I feel distinctly uncomfortable about this. 
I struggle with the concept of death. The idea of handing an urn freaks me out and I wouldn't be able to, to afford to travel to Australia in any event. I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I want out of this and my two sisters feel the same way. What should we do? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this is a... <laughs> Moral dilemma. Moral dilemma here. This is, a, this is a very interesting one. Um, oh, the first thing I want to say is that I think anybody whose parent does this, you know, as they are in their latter years, puts their affairs in order to... To use a term, mm. I think has done their their children a huge favour. Absolutely. Because especially if there's a few of you after a parent dies, there are so many decisions to be made, so many things to do. If you already have a blueprint laid down by that parent of what way they want things done, that's an amazing gift. Mm. So first of all, I commend the father for doing this and I think your man should dial down a bit of the dad's getting all bossy now and deciding like, you know, what everybody yeah. should be doing. Uh, because I would see this as a, as a positive rather than a negative. Um, but then the other thing thing from reading the letter which really struck me is the things that he's unhappy about. I mean, OK, the dad has asked him to bring his ashes to Queensland, which is a long way to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's quite a big ask. But but your man who wrote the letter says that he's uncomfortable with the uh, concept of death. Well, like, death it's isn't a concept. Death is a reality. <laughs> yeah, like, and yeah. You'd want to start getting your head around that pretty mm. pretty smartish when your dad is in his early 90s. And then he talks about the idea of handling an urn, freaking him out. Now, mm. I didn't, I should have researched this and I didn't. But I would imagine if you're bringing somebody's ashes to the other side of the world, you can package it in such a way that it can be checked in with your luggage. I Do imagine so. so yeah. I think yeah. he has yeah. a picture in his head that he's sitting on a seat on a long haul flight and the urn yeah. is on yeah. the seat beside him, seat belted yeah. in, and he's going to be looking at it the whole way for 24 hours on an aeroplane. So I don't think that that is the case either. Um, And then he says he couldn't afford a flight to us. Well, I would imagine that obviously if his father is his last parent, which it sounds like he is, There'll be an estate, and uh, you know, if the father is making might this... be a flight to Australia. Yeah. There. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he should. That, that's a, that's a legitimate expense that could come out of the estate before the estate is divided between mm. him and his siblings. So that shouldn't be an issue either. And you know, I often, you know, if this guy just changed his focus a little bit away from the oh god, it's a big deal, and I have to go to the other side of the world, and like you know, it's expensive, and the urn, and the death, and the whole works, and change it to perhaps your father's given you something. That might inter- might end up being quite a big gift, especially if one or two of your siblings went with you, mm. and I, you could have a lovely holiday, and you're doing something special that your dad wanted. It could be an amazing thing that your dad has given. And finally, I'll just say, I'd say the dad knows your man needs a bit of a. He's too comfortable uh, with with himself. He needs a bit of a hoof, yeah, to get him opening you think his so. horizons. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think he's doing yeah. this. Yeah, and I think fair play to the dad, and I think your man should not Pop be worrying on. about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I think like by bringing it up with the dad now I think it's really insensitive and it's quite selfish a little bit like you know there's no time constraint on it and stuff like that you've plenty of time to get your mm. head around it and if you don't get your head around it in well, the next well not that much time he's well, in his early 90s no, now but I mean, you can sit with the ashes, ashes for a long you know, time you until you need to scatter them you can sit that for quite a while yeah. and yeah. you know as Barbara said like you know you do have other siblings and stuff like that and obviously they've talked amongst themselves about the different um, jobs that the dad has assigned each of them you know maybe they could talk a little bit more amongst themselves about maybe maybe one of the others might be a little bit more comfortable doing what he's been asked to do and vice versa and you know I just don't think there's any point in bringing up with the, the man and, and upsetting him when you know obviously I can't imagine like I wrote a will when I was 30 right very nice 30th birthday present which I have to I'm not, not tongue in cheek but it was actually quite hard to sit down and assign different things to different people and ask 
you know, favours and, 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 you know. Good, I'm dying to know what's in your will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What have you got to leave? Yeah. <laughs> did you leave instructions for your funeral and stuff? Yeah. I did, did you? Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us? No. Okay. <laughs> have you done no. that? Because you're way older than. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. Well, no, I I haven't put it that in a will. But I, like you know, you the people left. who would be organising it know. I, I want an ice cream van at my uh, my funeral. Oh, okay. I, so, I want, yeah. No. Well, my now my, I want theoretically my coffin to be in the ice cream van, but apparently that's really difficult to do. You know. Well, people yeah. are I so defeated. See, now this, yeah. I, can, I can actually see this because my my former in laws are funeral directors, which is why this happened because they're very practical about the whole thing right, from start okay. to finish. Do you know that, sorry, you know the funeral directors because I did an article on this <laughs> once years ago have a file called the NDY file but not dead yet file. <laughs> <laughs> Where they have all the people who've set out their wishes and that oh, and they right. can lodge that with an undertaker. But I, I do think like I do think it's actually a brilliant idea because yes, you know just going from from what I've experienced watching you know my in-laws and stuff like that deal what they've had to deal with over the years and families and stuff like that and it is very practical and I think it's it's not an easy thing to do and I think you know his wishes should be respected and maybe it's a discussion to have with your brothers and sisters or your, your siblings um, amongst yourselves before you, you bring it up with your old You're man. supposed to yeah. think about that now. Yeah, I just should. made a will that's like, you know, the, if I die, it goes to him and if he dies, it yeah, goes to me yeah. and then no, if he both die, it goes I've, to the kids. I've one of them. And that's yeah, it. But, like, I, but I never thought about just says, sorry, I've spent a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> but the other thing I do think also um, is that if this really genuinely is something that he cannot do, right, and yeah. nobody else of his siblings are going to do, I agree with you. Don't tell the dad. No. He's I mean, not the dad know. will be dead. He's not yeah, going to know. know it would be nice to carry out his wishes, but if it's going to give you a nervous breakdown, well then absolutely. I'm sure he'd prefer you not I'm to sure do it. I'm sure the father would prefer you not to have a nervous breakdown. The father's in his early 90s. Yeah. Which means the fellow who wrote into yeah. us and the siblings it's, are at the very least in their adults. 50s. Yeah. yeah. Mother of God. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Um, you ugh. would be amazed though. And I mean, I know this because my daughter lives in Australia and we have for the last 12 years travelled regularly up and down. Mm. The amount of people that I would be, well, obviously I'm not in my 50s anymore, but when I was in my 50s, going, the amount of people who'd say, oh, I couldn't do that trip, couldn't do that journey, it's just too far, just too far. For no reason, you know what I mean? When yeah, you kind of drill down into what exactly is the problem, they just have this mental block. And I think that's what he has, it's just a mental block. It's not mm. an arduous the same trip. About, like. The same about the urn, like at the end of the day, an urn is an urn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's but you can be put in bubble wrap and packed into your luggage. You know, yeah. like, oh no, absolutely. So Actually, somebody says I collected my dad's ashes from the funeral home. They were in a tightly packed f- a plastic bag inside a pretty little cardboard box. We scattered most of them. Uh, my sister took them to France and I took him back to Australia with me with the intention okay. of scattering them in the ocean. I never got around to it <laughs> and brought them home with me when I moved back. I think they're in the garage. <laughs> 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 Um, somebody oh, well. else suggests post them to Australia then they can post them back when no one claims them at customs at least he went to Australia that's true that's a round trip uh, and somebody a, that would be an expensive undertaking yeah. let me tell you Yeah. Uh, and somebody else says ah come on the dad has earned it Oh, boo boo. Nice bit of Terrible. death humour there. Yes, well indeed, indeed. Uh, right, I'm a naturally very hairy man. Always have been. Ever since I started dating about 12 years ago, I have shaved my back twice. How the hell do you shave your own back? But now I mean that's a separate but you would have to get some sort of extension on the, on the razor. That is the only response I had to this was yeah. how do you do that? Yeah. I want to know. I, uh, yeah. And it's also be dangerous. You could really badly yourself, cut yourself. Yeah. yeah. Your shoulder blade sticking out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but now I've been seeing this new woman for about six weeks. She keeps asking me to grow uh, out my back hair. 
She says her ex-husband was like a grizzly bear and that she likes something to hang on to. <laughs> I find this both intimidating and strangely arousing at the same time. However, I am so self-conscious about growing my back hair. It used to traumatise me as a teen and in my early 20s. It would come up through my shirt collar in tufts and everyone could see it. What should I do? Grow a backbone is what you should do. My Ooh. God. Ooh. Seriously. No, I yeah. just don't get these people. Like, I mean, she's there comparing you with, first off, comparing you with the ex-husband. That's, yeah, that's not me, cool. That's not yeah. cool. It's not cool. That's right? Not right. Not and that cool. would be a red flag. Get the rose tinted glasses off once again. Hello. Um, second of all, if like, okay, granted, she obviously has a little bit of a weird fetish. Like, some people are into toes and stuff like that and I don't get that either. But I mean, if you're not comfortable with having a hairy back, you're going to be sitting out in the pub with the lads watching football with your hair in your back, sweaty and feeling disgusting and, you know, she might be also, like, I mean, why why would you put yourself in the in that position that you'd be so uncomfortable and mm. unhappy just to keep her happy? You're only with her six weeks. I just, I don't know. I just think it's all very odd. That strikes me as, as a species, aren't we mad in the head? <laughs> oh, completely. That we get upset about, like, somebody's hair you know, a man particularly, yeah. but women as well. I mean, we we do this feckin' nonsense as well all the time about mm. trying to pretend we don't grow hair yes. on our legs Very and under true. our arms um, and being mortified if we should, you know, for some reason expose a hairy leg or a hairy underarm. And this poor fella getting traumatised by it coming up through his shirt collar and tufts as he says I mean that, it's not that's cool the for first men. well I assume he's younger but it's like men young men today aren't allowed yeah. to be hairy but see back in my day I, I always thought hairy men were very attractive there you very go. virile yeah. and very attractive you know, like a Sean yeah. Connery thing yeah exactly yeah. I always thought he was so but I I, I would I, the, the only two things I wrote down about this was that number one like you said how do you shave your back I'd like to know that mm. and number one well I don't understand her wanting something to hang on to when she's having sex. Like, what way is she having sex that she has to hang on to something around his back? I, I didn't quite get that. But the solution... Well, maybe to plunge your hair yeah, or fingers you into or something. Do that. Like, <laughs> I can understand no. on your chest. Yeah. His back? Don't know. But anyway. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, could he not... If he wants to... Because he says he does find it kind of strangely erotic or arousing or something. Yeah. Could he not leave, like the way nowadays in our gardens, we let it all grow and then we just mow... I was going to say that kind of a Brazilian on his back. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, mow the edges yeah. so that there's none coming up here and yeah. there's not embarrassing it. Oh, God, But no. he has the square, that the hairy would, square. That would actually freak me <laughs> out more than anything else. Are you joking me? She could have, hang on he to. could have two little hand-shaped parts <laughs> on his back that she could <laughs> just handles. put her hands on. Little yeah. handles. No, there's all no. kinds of things he could do. I don't know. I mean, like, if you're that self-conscious about it, like, there's loads of places you can but get But he does say he finds it a bit erotic. So I think, you know, go with that. What he finds erotic, they're only together six weeks he's only getting used to it. everything's erotic do you know what I mean true. everything's erotic everything's after erotic six weeks, at six weeks Just get yeah. your, if you're that self-conscious about it and you don't want this conversation coming up again get yourself lasered you know there's a South William clinic there's a therapy clinic there's all these different clinics all around all doing these you'll need a mortgage but yeah you, but you don't necessarily anymore well, they, they, they know they kind of do them pay per consultation and pay okay. per visit and all that kind of stuff like you know because I know this stuff but, um, <laughs> well Trish Ingo always says there is a razor, a razor available to shave your back it has a long arm with a hinge type thing to bend mm. it my nephew is a hairy bear so he had to buy one Amazon I believe big into his training of course. I wish I'd known that when I broke my arm because there's one thing I couldn't do oh, shave, yeah. not shave my back my back is it hairy <laughs> let me just put that out there first <laughs> wasn't shaving my back shaving my legs I couldn't reach my legs if I'd known about that joke now that would have been great you can get everything on Amazon yeah. you can really. it is amazing uh, shaving his back would have left stubble which sounds like sandpaper. Uh, Yuck. No yeah. wonder your one wants him to grow it out. Yeah, true. That's actually a good point I hadn't thought of. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, itchy. Yeah. You no. See, and the thing is, like somebody else has texted in to say this conversation is disgusting. They haven't referred to which particular conversation it is. I'm assuming it's this one. But some people Why find that dis- repellent. Yeah. The whole I'm talking about body hair. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. God's sake. Oh, people yeah. are disgusted by all sorts of things. They are. That's really. just weird. That's nearly yeah. as weird as our fetish about not having body hair. Okay, so <laughs> what, what, what should he do then? Should he I just go for the hair? Just go for the, the hair in the middle. middle. Yeah, in the bit in the ah, middle. Just I think give her. If he's not comfortable, I'd say get rid of the hair. But I'd say don't, like as you just pointed out there, maybe don't shave it. Go and do a permanent solution. And this conversation will never come up again. Oh, yeah. God. Right, yeah. Oh, um, God. But if he tells her he's just had it all burned out, which is directly counter to her wishes, then that won't But then she's well compared the him to her ex-husband who'd hair That's back. a good point, yeah. So it's like... That's not good. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. I wouldn't be trying to compete with an ex-husband, no. Mm. I think yeah. he should do whatever he wants to do. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And not be, if he's self-conscious about his back hair and he wants to continue to shave it, continue to shave it. Yeah. Patrick says, Patrick. I too am a very hairy man. My Ooh. back hair grows to about four inches. Oh, my Lord, I yeah, that's if he leaves it. I shave it with wow. an electric trimmer like the ones in the barber. God, you'd need a lawnmower <laughs> if he goes to four inches, though. Mother of God, Patrick. I hope nobody's it just tuned in just now. Yeah, I wonder, but how did he must get someone to do that for him? He because he can't get and everything. Yeah, oh, for a series nice. of little plats on the back little of it. Plats, he could, you he know, he could do all kinds of things. I bet with you, that. your woman would love that. She'd love it. I'd say she'd love that. Taking a ladder out of it. Yeah, do you know she could. Run her fingers up and down the ladder. (laughs) My brother is in his mid-30s and had to move home to live with my parents. He lost his job and things were tight for him. He's not in a relationship, so paying rent on his own got too much. It's a terrible situation, really, and I feel for him. However, he's completely given up. He has no motivation to find another job to see about getting his life back together. He's regressed to a teenager and my parents are completely mollycoddling him. He sees nothing wrong with the situations and says he'll do things in his own time. He's currently on the dole, not paying rent and has such a cushy number with my parents. So why would he move out again and pay for things? Also, in terms of meeting someone, who will take him seriously if he's still at home and not trying in the slightest to better his situation? He doesn't want to talk to me about it anymore. Should I put a word in my mother's ear to encourage her to get him going again? I'm I'm not surprised he doesn't talk to her anymore. <laughs> that's, no, that's just being no. completely honest. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. True. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Um but I think he I think maybe I would definitely have a chat with the mother because mm-hmm. um not necessarily dropping a word to make her give him a kick in the arse to get mm. himself organized as she sees it. But the mother may be seeing something that she doesn't see. Yeah. I mean, to me, it sounds like the brother could be having some kind of a mental health crisis yeah. or it depression like yeah. or something yeah. like that. And could that be. could be something that the mother knows and, and understands. And that is why she is she, supposedly molly coddling yeah. him and letting him away with what this his sister thinks is obviously blue murder. Um, so I think have a chat with your mother, but only to try and find out, you know, if what does she issue. think? Yes. What's her issue, What's her take on yeah. the situation? Um and then, you know, if if the mother, if she, af, after talking to the mother that she decides that the mother's just enjoying Molly Cotlin him because he's the son and, you know, she likes having him around and she's like Molly Cotlin him and that's all that's going on. Well, then have a conversation with your brother, but not a lecture because the, the, the letter she's written reads as yeah. if... I, ju- I just can't understand why her brother's issue is her big issue that she's writing in here yeah. about. Like, have you nothing else going on in your life? To distract you from ah, well, she's worried about him. Yeah, she's worried yeah. about him, but like worried enough that you know it's obviously coming between her and her sleep a little bit by the sounds of this. That she's kind of she's obviously spoken at him, I would say, a few times. 
Um, that's exactly that's what I would know, pick up from the I, tone. I yeah. just I don't I don't think as as a grown up I I certainly wouldn't appreciate somebody t- coming at me and and trying to also you know there's a lot more to life than actually going out and finding somebody. Maybe he should be trying to find himself first, and maybe mm. he should be trying to find where he should be situated in life, and maybe living at home is is where he needs to be right now to figure out what he wants to do. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but I do think that if she, if if she, once she's talked to the mother, if she if she wants to talk to the brother, it should be about trying to find out how he is, mm. not about saying what are your plans, what are you going to do, when, when are you, you going, going to, to fix this, you know. But like, how is he? Where is he at? You know, and maybe trying to find out does he feel like he wants to retrain, you know, for something different. I don't know what he did before um, to see if she can help him maybe get back mm. on his feet, if that's what he wants to do. But the bottom line is, no matter, and I, I give it the benefit of the doubt that she's coming from a place of concern mm. uh, for the brother. But no matter how much you're concerned about somebody you love, whether it's your brother or your husband or your mother or your father or your best friend, you can't actually take over somebody else's life and no, steer it. No, absolutely, no, absolutely. You know? um, no. So all you can do is try and give support to that person. I wonder, is there a little bit of like, I'm fecking trying to pay me rent every month and, and I'm you're not. Yeah, and it's not well, yeah, the cushy number I'd say thing. there might yeah. be a bit of that going no, on. Well. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at the moment with everything being so uh, expensive. We'll do one more quick thing. I have a feeling this will be a yes or no answer here. My boyfriend and I have been together for five years. I've been very upfront from the start that I'd like to get married. He has always said he'd like to too. But I've told him, uh, um, he's always said he was too. But I've told him enough is enough. He needs to propose now as I'm done waiting. But he is yet to do it and get down on one knee. What does he need? Knee pads? He says to leave him work it out. But time is just passing it by <laughs> as he's made no moves. It's like he's hanging the proverbial carrot in front of me and teasing me, taunting me even, and I'm getting more and more impatient. How can I make him get his thumb out of his bum oh. and get it done? It's time to start working on the next steps. Why is he so slow? Can I just stop this person for a second from going and absolutely ruining everything for themselves? Do you want to marry this person for them or do you want to marry them because you want a day out? Seriously. Yeah. Oh, no, this is I want to get married. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but like, seriously, yeah. he's obviously not ready yet. So, you know, do you but want also, to just... what the hell century did this letter come from? Like, if you want to get married and you think the time is right and you've been together long enough, you ask him. Yeah. yeah. What? With this, like, waiting for him to get this down on one knee nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely Absolute crazy. baloney. And if it's... you feel that strongly and, and he's not making a move, you make a move. And don't be bullying him into it. But men sometimes can need a bit of a, you know. Oh, they can need a hoof, but they don't need to be bullied. I always told my husband he didn't know what he wanted until I told him. (laughs) (laughs) So in what way should she tell him what it is he wants? She should just ask him. Yeah. She should propose, like the way, what she's wanting. No, but given that she's laid down this, obviously she's laid down, you know, she's done all the work on the runway and she wants one knee and all that stuff. And then she turns around and asks him. Yeah. The poor fella's brain will explode. It might. Yeah, he he, he won't know what to say. But if she wants to get married... Like sooner rather than later, there's no other way but around it. That's what it. I'm saying. You know, either you wait for him to get his act together and be ready to do it, that or else it could take a while. But I mean, you know, if you're going to be married to them, hopefully you're going to be married for life. So, really, Aww. is there supposed to be a kind of a? They've been together five years. Yeah. I get where she's coming from, and I'd say this is a woman in her mid to late thirties, and so there's all kinds of other clocks there's ticking TikTok and the, going there, TikTok yeah. and going on. So if you're if you want to get it done, do it yourself. Yeah, well, ask him yourself. He's not gonna be, I don't think you should be bullying him into doing it. Anyway. Yeah. But asking him isn't bullying him. You no. no, no. Do it all nicely. Telling him this Set it up as nicely as you would like him to do for you. But, you know, not every male is an alpha male. Like, some of them need a little bit yeah. more. That's true. 
You know, it could be he doesn't want to marry her because she's a total dose. Could could be that, <laughs> or it could be just that he's afraid to make a commitment. Yes, therefore to a total dose. If she puts it up to him, then he might go, you know what, I don't want to lose you, so yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. I don't think any of us will be buying hats, though, in the near future. Uh, Barbara and Sarah Jane, thank you both very much. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.